We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online step by step and it's completely free. Hi and welcome to episode 51. Blair's going to give you the top 10 tools for online businesses and I'm going to uh, give you some suggestions of vegetables that you can plant in your garden. Sounds good. Right so this one I wanted to touch on was basically a whole lot of tools which are super handy um, you know make your online journey even easier. A lot of them have been developed by people you know trying to solve a problem and then what they've done is they've, they've shared this solution for free online as, as basically a tool for everyone to use. So an uh, important note with this is I'm going to go th- literally through 10 of them. We will put the tool URL in the show notes so you can actually go into the show notes and you'll see all of the websites for where to find all of these tools if you want to try any of them out. Um, but if you do, like what I would suggest is actually going to each of them and bookmarking it in your in your browser and then you'll just have a, a nice little um, folder even of, of your bookmarks with these top 10 tools in it because I, I guarantee somewhere in, throughout your journey you will use these. Um, they are just really good to have, have handy so um, feel free to bookmark them out of the show notes. So the first one is, and these are in no particular order, um, is called 10 Minute Mail. Basically what this is, is a free email service where you can set up an account and it'll give you a a one use email address which lasts for 10 minutes. So it's perfect for when you want to register for anything online where you don't want your normal email address to be used. So it might be that you want to get a coupon or a discount, but then you don't want to be harassed by that company forever. So you can go to 10-minute mail, they'll give you a unique once-off email address. You can use that to register for your coupon, get your coupon, and then the email address expires. So um, really good tool to uh, to use from time to time. The second one is uh, called Bitly. So what it is is a URL shortener. Now, you've seen sometimes when you go to copy a, a website URL and it can be quite long, you know, they, they can be quite technical and quite long. Um, and especially this is good for affiliate um, websites. So if you're an affiliate marketer, uh, you you know, you want URLs to be nice and short and punchy. You don't want them really long because it's hard to get them into your content. So um, Bitly is a really good one. You can paste the long URL and it will reformat it into a unique very short uh, URL to use. Um, So that's a really good one to have. The third tool is called Down For Everyone. And what this does is it will check if a website is down across the internet or if it's just down for you or your computer. So, you know, this is really handy if you're not sure if if your computer has an issue or if it's a bigger problem that's actually internet-wide. And I've used this one a a few times on my websites. You know, if I can't access one of them for for whatever reason, I'll go to here and paste the URL of my website into down for everyone, and it will tell you literally, is it down for everyone in the world or is it down just for you? Um, 
So number four is a password generator. So this is a free generator of complex passwords and it's got options with the complexity and length so you can change you know, all of those features. So it's really good for getting solid secure passwords rather than trying to make them up all the time and, you know, and, and be original. So this is a really good one if you're, if you're wanting to generate a lot of passwords. Uh, number five is called Wayback Machine. So this is an archive of pretty much snapshots of how websites have looked in the past. Um, so what this Wayback Machine does is they go to most websites and they'll take snapshots at various intervals of what that website looks like and what that website's design is. Um, and it's really good if you're looking to go back on your competition and, and do some research of what they were doing back you know, two years ago, and also for examining domains. Like if you're looking to buy a domain, you might want to have a look at what it was used for in the past. So Wayback Machine is a good one for doing that sort of analysis. Number six is called Online OCR. So what this is is a free tool which will convert a scanned PDF into digital words and, you know, as a Word document. So then you can edit it. So scan PDFs generally is just, it's an image. It's not actually digital data you can use. So this turns it into digital data being words and really handy for copying and pasting and, and, and copying content and saving it. So yeah, that's a good one. And then number seven is called duplicate words. So this tool, will remove duplicate words from a list which you paste into the tool. So you might have a whole lot of big list of words which has multiple options of the same word in there and you want to get rid of those. So this will remove all of those duplicate words. A really good tool if you're selling on Amazon and you want to put keywords into your back end of your Amazon listing. So this is a really good one for removing all those duplicate keywords because they only want each keyword in there once. So a good one for those Amazon sellers out there. Number eight. Number eight is called Weglot. So what this does is it counts how many words you have on a website or on an individual URL. So for example, you might have a certain page on your competitor's website. You want to know how long that post is because you're going to do a competing post. Um, and so you can post the URL of that particular piece of content into this uh, Weglot tool and it will tell you exactly how many words are in that piece of content. Or likewise, you can just do it for the, the com competitor's whole website and see how many words they're running on that website. Um, so that's handy if you're doing some of that competitor analysis. Number nine is Google Speech. So what Google Speech does is it records the spoken word and it converts it into text on screen, which you can then copy and paste into documents or, or wherever you want, or even into an email or the likes. So it's really good as a dictation service if you if you um, you know if you've been in the the business world and you're used to you know having a dictation service. Um, this is a really good way of of doing that without actually having to you know have someone do the dictation for you. And last but not least, number 10 is Montastic. So Montastic is basically where you register your website's URL and it will check that URL every 30 minutes and email you if the site goes offline for any reason. So that's really good if you've got revenue generating websites that you rely on making sales 24-7. You want those websites to be up and live all the time. 
and look, let's face it, things happen, you know, servers have problems, um, you know, sometimes your security could get hacked. And so for various reasons, your website could go down and, and Montastic will um, email you and, and notify you that your website is down. So that's a really good one to um, set up all your uh, websites on so you've got a good free tracking service effectively. So that's our top 10 tips there. Um, and those tools, as I said, we'll have in the show notes so you can go and have a look at any of those that you like. Emily. Hi. Um, so over the last couple of episodes, I've been talking about um, ways to make your garden more relaxing and how to sort of get into gardening as a form of exercise and also as a form of reducing any anxiety or depression and really improving your mood. And if you've started to maybe get into doing a bit of gardening, then maybe planting some vegetables and actually growing some herbs and things like that that you can actually use. I mean, that's what that's what we've done now. Um, and I've done a bit of a, re- a bit of research on the sorts of things that you might want to start off with. Some of the crops that are, are a bit easier to manage, and some of those include things like spinach, lettuce, rocket, broccoli, uh, spring onions. Um, and silver beet actually we've had a really good crop of silver beet and it really it's so much better than um, what you're buying in the supermarket it's so fresh sometimes in the supermarket they've been there for weeks and once a vegetable has been picked it's losing all its nutrients so the sooner that you can pick it and eat it the better so if you're getting vegetables that you're growing in your garden and eating them you are getting the maximum benefit from those and it's actually really enjoyable uh, we've really enjoyed doing it haven't we and keeping a track on what what we've done and really yeah. using them in what we've been eating we had a really good crop of courgettes actually they were really good but mm. look at your garden look at how much space you've got look where the sun is and sort of work around that as to what you can grow But again, if you've not got um, soil or a big garden to actually have a vegetable garden, there are a lot of vegetables you can actually grow in pots. And things that grow well in pots are things like tomatoes, peppers, eggplant, those sorts of things. And there's also some fast-growing crops like peas and lettuce do really, really well in pots. So any small space that you've got, um, maybe even do some research as to um, any that might grow well indoors if you really haven't got any outdoor space so just work with what you've got and have a have a little go and um, try and incorporate some of those into your diet yeah and i think that's it's pretty much available for everyone because you know as you say if you're if you've just got some patio space you can use a pot um and some you know if you're in a sort of multiplex unit uh, a lot of them will have um like a community or um, common garden area where you can go and use so yeah it's worth doing a bit of research and seeing if you can't get some of these um edible plants into your diet because as we say you know the fresh fresher the better and and it's so good for you um in your health aspects and and keeping your brain functioning and and right on point for your business and so yeah and a lot you can buy uh, in seed packets or you can even buy a small plant ready and i mean both we've tried both and both seem Mm. to to do to do well so Yeah. yeah i know it's good advice all right that's all we've got time for in episode 51 see you in the next one any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Mm-hmm.